0: weddings are fascinating events uh, for many reasons but one of the most interesting parts of weddings for me at least is all the rituals that surround it the traditions that build up around the wedding itself in the united states we have the throwing of the bouquet the bouquet wearing something old new borrowed and blue in greece apparently it's common for the best man to shave The the groom to be before the wedding. In Sweden, whenever the bride leaves the room, anyone left can steal a kiss from the groom himself, both men and women. So uh, I'm sure that can be somewhat uncomfortable for someone who just married. But it's no surprise that 2,000 years ago, newlyweds had their own traditions. In the case of Israel, Judea, it was common when the couple got married, that the bride and groom would live uh, separated for a short amount of time. Typically, this was done so that the groom could prepare the house, could prepare any things that he needed to do before the bride would be welcomed into the home. The bridegroom would, when he arrived, would escort the bride and her family to a wedding feast that would welcome them to the, and inaugurate this new life together. This custom puts our gospel in somewhat greater context as we are trying to understand why there are ten virgins and what are they doing with their lamps. But what does this mean for us today? Many here are already married, many may not be, and what does a custom from 2,000 years ago have to do with us? Well, it has everything to do with being espoused. I'm not talking about those here who are married, have been married, or plan to marry. I'm talking about the very espousal of our souls. Through baptism, we are all wedded to Jesus Christ. We are welcomed into his divine life, and he is the bridegroom of our souls, and our souls are the bride. This gospel passage has a lot to do with the end times. There's no doubt about that when Christ will come again. And we must ask ourselves, am I ready for him to come? Would I consider myself ready or would I be totally caught off guard? How do we prepare for such a momentous occasion? How do we prepare for a time when Christ comes to claim his bride and bring his bride into the eternal banquet? It all starts with recognizing that this espousal isn't something that happens far off in the future but is rather something that we can live right here and right now. It is something that we can practice now so that when he comes, we can be found waiting in great anticipation of his arrival. We need to keep vigil throughout the dark night of this time in which our bridegroom seems long delayed. We need to keep our souls lamps filled with the oil of perseverance and a desire for God. Yet we must know that he has already beckoned our souls to be with him, to know him, to be loved by him right now. At this very moment, we are called. But do we listen to this call? If we hear it, do we respond by seeking him in love, by meditating upon his kindness, by calling upon his name? striving to be ever more worthy of him. Ultimately, it has to be a both-and situation. We are both ready and ready to welcome him at the end of time, and we need to welcome him into our lives at every single moment right now. And the point, this point, that's something I think we need to meditate upon a little bit more. It's been in my heart for a few weeks now to just This conviction of preparing ourselves for the Lord in this very moment, living in His presence, the presence of Jesus at every moment of our day, never forgetting Him, never allowing a situation to be taken for granted, but always being aware of how He is present within us and how He is present in every single situation. When we are sad, He is with us. When we are joyful, He is with us. When we're angry, He is with us. When we are on the brink of falling into the pit of despair, He is with us. Jesus is alive in our lives. We only need to acknowledge Him, follow Him, and receive Him into our lives. When we practice living each moment with Him, so that when we come to Mass on Sunday, we can say with joyful voices, Here I am, Lord, I come to do Your will. But sadly, so often... When we come to Mass, we just express a faint whisper of that cry. Our time here is meant to be more than a languid amen. Our time here is meant to be a big shout of amen. Yes, I believe. But sadly, so often, we don't prepare for the weekend as we should by living in his presence all week. It's no wonder that our lungs aren't strong enough. Our voices aren't strong enough so that our eyes cannot see, our ears cannot hear, that Jesus Christ is present with us in this very moment. God is present in this church. God's presence is coming to be with us in such an intimate way in the Eucharist. We just need to prepare for that coming. Let us all join with the shepherds and the angels, as in just a few weeks we will proclaim with them, He is here. Hosanna in the highest. Glory to God. And it all starts with how we allow ourselves right now to live in his presence, to admit that our souls indeed do thirst for God, to share the experiences with others, to break down that silence that pervades our culture and says and say to that in reply, Yes, Lord, I do believe.